I remember when we were strong. Back in the days before King Tenebrae and his royal guard, and the people of Amosran took up their own arms for fun and profit. Before all that, here was just us, the Viridian Outriders. We kept the roads and trails safe and secure, with homes and forts scattered about and locales civilized and not. Time passed, and we have been replaced. And yet, I hear the rumblings and murmurs of the roads being less safe than they had been. Monsters sniffing around in smaller towns and magic acting oddly. Who knows? Maybe we'll be needed again. Hello, and welcome back to another path. My name is Chase, and I remain your GM. Today, our heroes make good on their contract and start to clean up a certain basement. Thank you to our backers, Justin K, Trent, and Savani for their support. If you'd like what you hear, consider donating to us at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, and maybe check out another couple shows on the network. And with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Ryan, you have a bit. I have a bit. That's my hard pivot. Excellent. I have a bit. Give it away. So, um... I've been cast in a show. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, yeah, certainly didn't snake that part away from anybody. Yep, did Wink. snake that. Nobody else auditioned for that show that's on this call. Yeah, nope. thanks, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> My remote audition was amazing. I'm and they were sure like, it was. you have to be physically present. I'm like, what's 2022? Work from home is like the thing. Get with it. Right. <laughs> so, uh,. <laughs> I, I still feel a little bit bad about that. Um, it, it's it's genuinely fine, right? It, I just yeah. Anyway, the the it's not bit your here. Fault you're better than Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So the bit is very simple. The bit is I'm playing uh, a guy. His name is Trip, and it's a whole thing. And he only shows up at like the very end of the show, so it's kind of a smaller role, which is great because it's only so much time and all these things. Um, and then I read the whole script um, because my part's only like the last 10 pages. So I finally read the whole thing and I went, huh. His name's not Trip. No. His name is Griffin. Yep. I'm playing <laughs> Griffin. It's great. It's uh -oh. great. <laughs> I, I know this because a uh, friend of the show, Rin, was cast in this show once upon a time. Mm -hmm. The, the and... show is five women wearing the same dress. We should just say the name of the show. I didn't yeah. want to dox anything. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's, 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 it's a vaguely show where it's we a good are. show. Doxing a play. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, uh, uh, she was the, uh, uh, like, in that final scene, it's a lot between those two characters. And so right. I read those lines when, to help her, you know, rehearse mm -hmm. so many times. Yeah. And I remember going and getting to that point of him saying his real name. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> Griffin Lyle Davenport the third in yeah. a deep Tennessee accent. Yeah. So I am just basically uh, thinking to myself, what would Tennessee Griffin do? <laughs> and that is uh, the entirety of my rehearsal process. Well, if you want to know what Tennessee Griffin's all about, all you got to do is ask. Also, and, Ryan, uh, does it? do I have a look on my face when I'm about to insult someone usually? Because you said when you can't yes. see me. Oh, I get. Oh, yeah. 
I need to yeah. reevaluate myself yeah. as a yeah. person. Hey, hey, Justin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your face betrays you constantly. I hate that. I hate yeah. hearing that. <laughs> it should, should be know. noted that for, for, for this recording, for those at home, uh, uh, Justin has moved to a new computer, but unfortunately, new computer does not have a webcam. So Justin is playing at an advantage tonight because he can see all of us, but we can't see when he's coming at us. Yay. My face won't betray me tonight. Well, I, look. In fairness, I think all of us kind of have that face a little bit. Little we bit. all got a bit cooking bit. face. Yeah. I mean, Chase, you just have a sadistic look on your face whenever you're getting ready to throw something. Years of DMing and being an oldest brother. Mm. Extremely, mm-hmm. extremely true. Look, that is accurate. Mm-hmm. Is that why my instinct is fear? Because I'm a younger brother? I believe so. Uh. I-, I feel that as well. I really am enjoying, as the eldest myself, watching mm. my eldest son and mm. going, oh, no. <laughs> uh, the number of times that I've apologized now to Jeremy and Brianna, my siblings, <laughs> for just, you know, being the eldest and probably just treating them terribly for 30 years. Not on purpose. <laughs> you just didn't I was know. Just, I was just better. Must have been. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> better look. than your siblings. Better than Griffin. Mm-hmm. It's a whole. It's a whole theme. Uh, yeah, it's a whole theme. And this says uh, this ends the bit. I just wanted to uh, say Tennessee Griffin into a microphone. The great playwright Tennessee Griffin. Tennessee Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit. Straight into the episode. We rejoin our heroes very shortly after their defeat of an animated something. The pile of wood and metal lies at your collective feet. Bloody hell! Harkia has just been, like, gripping onto your shoulder itty-bitty (laughs) white-knuckled. Platinum-knuckled. Platinum-knuckled. Eyes wide, glee evident in his voice. That was fucking something. Listen, you told me about the other guy and I got him away from here. You didn't tell me there was this mannequin thing. I expressly did. Well, I wasn't listening then. Okay, well, now we're being honest. Um, So we're here to, um, and I point around, open. All, I stick, well, actually, we're outside, aren't we? Yep. The fight ended up outside. I Correct. go and stick my head in the cart. Uh, you see, you're a human, so you don't have dark vision. Uh, it Correct. is kind of hard to see. Um, it is dark, but you hear lots of like chittering and chirping and sundry animal noises from within the cart. Right. Uh, I pull my head back out. So, quit, quick sit rep then. So we took care of that thing. Yes, the armor thing. Cool. Awesome. Great. That was it. Harkia, that was it? Oh, there's that. And we got to get uh, get me companions out. And Right, yes. Um, since we took uh, Balo to the basement. Right, that's what I was going to say. Um, Arabin, Harper, why don't you handle this? And I have to go clean out my basement. This entire time, Harper took five points of damage in that fight. And it's the first time she's ever been hurt in a fight. And is like on the ground, like I'm dying. Oh, oh hell, I'm di- somebody. Oh god, I'm dead. Yeah, it's Tennessee Griffin. 
I'm full. Like Harper is. <laughs> Har- Harper is like like super obviously overreacting, but mm-hmm. just doesn't know what being hurt is like very often. Uh, aside from like singeing herself in the forge occasionally, but like is is like on the ground in agony. Are you dying? Are you? I don't Are... know. Okay. Well, you don't appear to be dying. <sighs> I'm going to go solve our other problem. I'm seeing the light. If she's going to die, just take her with you. She'll be in the right uh, place. You, <laughs> do you really do you really think I can drag that pile of armor, that the metal in it? Grandpa, is that you? I I can't pick that up. There's no way. There's no way I can pick that up. It's I had a hard enough time getting her into that armor. There's no way I can move her in that armor. It's just not happening. So, um, Harper. Yeah, I th- we, um, mm-hmm. Harper. I think wh- I'm. I think I'm coming back. I'm coming back. The light's fading. It's okay. What is what is the alchemical formula for uh, smelting iron into steel? Okay. Well, first you need the equal parts of ferrous, ferrous oxide, and I just start. Yeah, <laughs> start ripping through. Uh, uh, yeah, like formulas and <laughs> schematics. If that's going to be the check for someone dying, then I feel like I'm going to be. We'll find a different check for you. It's personalized. Actually, I've done a bit of research into this. Um, We actually need, if we are to continue to be out in the field like this, I know my uh, baseline test. You're supposed to take a baseline test of um, awareness and such when you're not dying. And I gesture to Harper. So um, so that when you get asked a question while you are dying, like we can tell if you're like still here or not, like how bad it is. We'll work on that. We'll come back yeah, to com- it. We'll come back to I'm- it. Harper, you okay? I'm think- coming back too. I think I'm a... Hey, Harper, Ooh. there's a bunch of little things, uh, little creature friends in there you can help free. How about that? Yep, sounds like a, sounds like a plan. <clears throat> Arabin... <laughs> As I get up. Arabin, just make sure it gets done, please. Will do. Thanks. I'm legitimately turning and going, and I have a basement problem to solve. Yes, you do. <laughs> We'll stick with the wagon for the time being. Uh, so Harper and Arabin, uh, the two of you are standing outside this wagon um, that is making a fair bit of noise. Um, actually, I'm going to do a quick check here. See how much noise it's actually making. There's not any more of them in there, is there? I have rolled high, which is good for you. It doesn't seem like anybody has heard the commotion of the fight or the commotion of the animals, at least as of yet. It looks like the um, little lie that Cecil told Miss Price. Uh, we're going to make Harmony, Harmony. Harmony. Harmony Price. We are going to make her life miserable. It looks like that lie is holding for the moment. So you're good, and you uh, you have this wagon in front of you. What are you two doing? So I think maybe we should... Free the nicer-looking creatures first. Arkea, what what in there is going to kill us if we set it free? Ugh. I mean... Let's take a look here. I mean... The micro-griffins and the dragon mice, those should be alright. Obviously, I've got the dragon mice under control. The weird lizard things? That's gonna be trickier. The methods? Also a little tricky. Not sure about the dogs, or the frog things, or the dogs. 
or the otter folk. You said dogs twice. I'll just take it as emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> There's different types of dogs. You'll see when you get in there. Per the the writ of service, uh, are we just, like, honor-bound? Are we just... Uh, uh, to fulfill the writ, do, are we just concerned with uh, freeing the dragon mice? You are just concerned with the dragon mice. However, they have indicated that something happened to the wagon's owner. Right, so leaving all of these critters in here might not be good for the critters. Correct. Um, and also raise many questions. Is it possible to just get the cages out? I was wondering, maybe we just we just ride the wagon out of town a little ways and um, just kind of let all these critters back out into the into the yonder. Not sure if opening the cages will go too well. Unless we can get out of the way quickly. I don't really want to let them all starve in there, you know? I'm not advocating for that. I just... Yeah. We gotta think about this. Well, Arkea, we can probably get the dragon mice out, and you all can be on your merry way, and if that's... Well, I'll send them on their way. I'm stuck with you all now. Oh, that's right, that's right. But at the very least, uh, uh, we can... It gives us some time to think about what to do next. Yeah. Well, we should act quick regardless. We don't want Balo coming back. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he's going to be coming back. Oh, you're like running out of town or something? Something like that. <laughs> this, this tiny platinum dragon mouse starts laughing in a really sadistic kind of way. <laughs> Harper has a negative one insight, so... <laughs> love that. I love that. Love it. Love it. Uh... uh so if I have time to work, like, are we still worried about raising a commotion, though? Because this will go a lot easier if, I'm gonna, if I can be loud about it. It seems like at least for the moment you're fine, but, like, if you're building something out here, that might change. My logic is that for Harper, who is a smith, it will be easier to crack these locks using smith's tools than mm -hmm. thieves' tools. Mm. Uh, just to be safe, I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself and uh, be Balolin. Oh, okay. That works. Ah. Oh. Can you do that at will, Justin? Yep. It's one of the invocations. Mask of many faces. It's a good one. It's a good invocation. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, uh, do I still need to roll for this? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll. Okay. Let's just see how you do, how long it takes you. Um, so what's, what stat would you like to assign to my tool check for this? My good ones are dex and intelligence, if that helps you. I'm going to go ahead and say this will be a sleight of hand. That's worse than my thieves tools. Oh, then yeah, then, no, it's your thieves tools check. But my smith's tools are better. Okay. <laughs> tool checks are weird. We'll figure it out. We're getting there. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like you can use your smith's tools, but it will come at a contested roll for somebody to come up on the joint. We'll use my thieves' tools then. Okay. Uh, that is going to be, what, plus four? That's mm -hmm. a 16. Okay, yeah. You go ahead and uh, you're able to pretty readily go ahead and just pop all of these locks open. I'm just going for the dragon mice right oh. now. Oh, yeah, done. Or uh, dragon mice and micro griffins, the one that Harkia said were chill. Yeah. The dragon mice, you're able to pop that open, no questions asked, and they... Oh, it's a three-pin tumbler. ...immediately start pouring out. Arab and Harkia 
scuttles down your shoulder and then flies down to the floor and starts to talk with the mice, but not in common, in mouse. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, multi- he, he's bilingual. Actually, trilingual. Also, yeah, also draconic. draconic. Yep. This mouse, this mouse is a fucking polyglot. Uh, <laughs> this mouse fucks. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a renaissance mouse. <laughs> That's a regular Renaissance mouse. Um, and the micro griffins, you pop that open, and they largely just kind of like stay there. Y'all are, you can get, you can get, you can go out of here. Uh, hmm. They're um, they're not the brightest. I'm a scoop one up. Just sits in your hand. Have you ever hold, held like a baby duck? Sure, like that, but like thicker. <laughs> I'm gonna just take it outside and like. Hold it up a little bit so it sees daylight. <laughs> it's oh, it's like, nighttime. Oh, no, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, it, go on. It stretches its wings. Hold on. It flutters up and then just sits on top of the cart. Alrighty. Well, while they're out, I mean, <laughs> that's, a, that's about all I feel uh, qualified to take care of. And with that, we'll go ahead and cut back over to Cecil. Cecil, you're heading... Back to your sleeping scrolls. On my way to the scene of the crime. What does Cecil keep in the basement? So other bodies. <laughs> so I've been, so I've been thinking about this, uh, and I've done enough research to know that uh, a dark, dank spot might be a great place to grow uh, these little pink mushrooms. It's true. Um, as well as other teas and sorts, and you want acidic ground and stuff anyway down there, and. Um, mm-hmm. Chase, can I Sweeney Todd this? Chase, I would like to Chase, I would like to Sweeney Todd this to create a new tea. You can't see me, but I gasped. <laughs> I would like to Sweeney Todd this. I would like to uh, create a new tea from corpses, from corpse oh. dirt. Uh, and I am going to call it Toast Mortem. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, that's gross. That's, I love that's it. That's extremely good and incredibly horrifying <sighs> all at the same time. And it so, sounds like you had that on hand. Counterpoint. Seems a downright shame. Seems a downright shame. <sighs> Seems an awful waste. A waste. Oh, uh. Are you going to let me Sweeney Todd this? I'm going to let you try. All right. So I think that the seller, uh, so it's just, it, I think it's part storage. I think it's part growing. I think it's part seller, part basement. Like it, uh-huh. it's one of those kind of things. It's like, sure. So I think there's tea growing down there. I already have like soil piles and stuff. Um, I just, I want to, corpses are acidic and tea needs acidic soil. Yeah. So we go back, I uh, make my way back, um, stick into the shadows, head around to the backside of the steeping scroll, and uh, pop open the, the cellar door and head down. I uh, cast dancing lights down into the cellar. Uh, they just kind of bob around the, the top of it. They are blue flames, like like little balls of blue flame yeah. encased. And... Um, uh, we see all of the all all of the everything that is down here. So it's it's you know tools and supplies for maintaining the shop. No books because it is damp down here. So there's we all store all of that upstairs or in the attic. Sure. Um, but there are 
you know, many vegetables. There's a little garden down here. There's plenty of space for fungus and moss. There are, mm -hmm. um, and then the teas that uh, prefer the dark are down here as opposed to, um, the, you know, the garden in the back. Sure. And I uh, stumble down the steps, uh, almost trip over the corpse of Balo. Well, this is new. Suppose we'll have to make do. Um, and I'm just gonna. Oh God, do I have a way to decompose? It's the opposite of gentle repose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gentle repose, and it's opposite: aggressive decompose. Aggressively decompose. So I'm gonna. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mm -hmm. dig a shallow grave. Mm -hmm. uh, in the potting soil area, mm -hmm. clear some of it out, uh, drag the corpse over, uh, and bury it, and uh, I don't have any magic right this second that can do anything for me, mm -hmm. um, because it has been a day, Yep. Um, and I'm going to see if I can get anything to grow out of it, and I'm sure I can find some more magic to help speed this process along. Certainly. And I do, like, um, hum to myself the entire time. <laughs> Some song about meat pies. Meat pies, whistling while you work. Mm-hmm. Just making a quick note that Cecil Sweeney's Ballow. Sweetsel Todd, is that anything? <laughs> That's it is, not nothing. It's not nothing. Attend uh, the tale of Swissel Todd. <laughs> uh, it just had to be sung. There it is. <sighs> there it is. Uh go ahead. I need you to make me uh strength uh, or athletics check. Either is fine. I mean, it's the you know, same thing, really. Um, and a constitution saving throw. Cool. Love all of that. All right. Strength. Cool. Mm -hmm. I am not Jackson any longer. Nope. 17. Okay. Uh, you do not spend like 10 minutes grunting and moaning and whining so loudly that Katie comes down the stairs. Yeah, that would problem all right and a con save yep i am proficient 16 done yeah um you have it's been a couple years but you you have been around bodies before a lot of bodies at one point in time in your life that time has passed but the memory stays and so too does your ability to deal with it so you Probably takes you about 20 minutes, all said and done, and uh, you emerge from the basement clean and kempt. I have and, pre I've uh, pressed to digitate any blood off the steps yep. um, and also off of you know the top of the, the, the cellar door where cracked his skull, clean my own hands up. and uh, make my way up. As you get up, you see Katie is actually you know closing up shop. You can see through the window. She doesn't see you, but I'm gonna go in there because that's my alibi. You get inside. Uh, we're gonna cut back to the cart. Arabin, while Harper is trying to get the micro griffins to fly away, what are you doing? Uh, I wanna check around just to make sure that like nobody's watching us. Sure, uh, give me a perception check. It's 15. Uh, with the 15, 
you can see that there's a couple of people, you know, wandering around the market, but it is, they are destination driven. They are not looking at you. They don't care what you're doing. As Balo, you know, people are actually looking at you, but they see you are standing next to a cart and it is not a cart they recognize. It's just like, oh, this is a passing merchant, you know, keeping their wares, keeping an eye on their wares. It's fine, whatever. That's not an uncommon scene in the area. Okay. So I'm just going to walk around to the back of the cart like I would as Ballo and uh, talk to Harper. Uh-huh. You know, regardless of how we free these animals, we probably should get this cart out of town. Otherwise, people are going to start asking questions about this guy. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, did this is this cart like built in such a way that something is to pull it? Is it like magically propelled? There's a couple of horses at the front. Okay. Yeah. That, which means there are just horses for you. Okay. Yeah. Leave leave there it to the artificer the to assume that it's something more than just a horse. <laughs> I just never. Uh, Horses were never it narrated to me, so I was just like, hmm, Fair. this is a magical cart. It's full of ma- it, I mean, it is a magical cart. It's slightly right. bigger on the inside. It is. Luckily, we don't have to worry about being inconspicuous. It'd actually be good if a few people saw him leave town. Yeah, it's pretty good thinking. Um, well, I, I, I'm just about done in here. There's just one little, little critter left to get on out of here, so... We get this thing out of town to figure out what to do with the rest of these cages? Sure. You know, All right. you could just take the micro-griffin with you. I don't really, like... I've got a lot of responsibility already at the... What, with the uh, Outriders and all? I don't know if I'm ready for that, you know what I'm saying? Motherhood's not for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Pet ownership is a very important decision, and it should not be made recklessly. You hear that, audience? <laughs> As Harper turns to camera. <laughs> <laughs> this message is brought to you by Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Thank you. <laughs> we are not an animal shelter. I didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> Part of me was so worried when Chase first brought this uh, this this task to us. I'm like, is this a fucking pet shop tie-in? <laughs> in, in episode one? A pet shop tie-in is not impossible. Did the three of us just kill a pet shop employee? Like, <laughs> Why does Baolo Lin look like Matt Smith? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, once I'm done, once I get the last micro-griffin out of a cage, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think, yeah, let's try to get this thing out of here. All Drive right. the cart out of town. I'm going to go to the front mm-hmm. and try to see if I can get the horses to go. Uh, give me an animal handling. I'll probably chill in the back mm-hmm. with the critters because sure. I don't want to be seen riding out with with Balo. Right. Oh, that's an eleven. I have a negative wisdom. Fair. Oh no, you um, too. <laughs> with an eleven, it takes some doing because disguise self absolutely changes visuals it doesn't change scent while you do look like this half elf you smell just like a deeply cursed asimar 
Uh, so I smell amazing. Exactly. <laughs> Wanna smell cursed? <laughs> it takes some doing, but eventually you are able to get these horses going. Um, a couple of people do take notice of you having mm. some issues with your horses, yes? Uh, a little thing I want to do, just mm-hmm. to add flavor here, since we didn't tell uh, Cecil where we're going. Sure. Um, one of the things I can do with magical tinkering mm. is uh, allow an object to, when tapped, uh, mm-hmm. repeat a uh, a sentence. Sure. It can like, pre-record a message, basically. Love it. Um, and so I will grab um, some, I'll grab like a piece, maybe if I, if I have like a, a piece of a lock or something, mm-hmm. something that is intrinsically a part of this wagon, mm-hmm. um, and I will uh, take out my, uh, my thieves tools and kind of uh, tap it in a few like key locations mm-hmm. um, and let the little, let it, it warms up a little bit in my hand and I will speak into, like hold it up to my mouth and say, this message is for Cecil Styles. If you're not Cecil Styles, please move on. Cecil, we're heading out of town. Uh, you can find us out north if you don't find us here. And I will just kind of deposit. I will just drop that on the ground okay. uh, where the cart was as we're uh, heading out of town. And okay. as people see me struggling, I'm just going to... These horses, you know how they are. Bit of an attitude when you try to get them to go at night. Just moving on to the next town. Hopefully I'll see you there. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and give me a deception check. Finally, something I'm good at. <laughs> that is a 21. Hell hey. yeah. More than sufficient. A couple of people nod and wish you well. Yeah, good luck on the roads, you know. I get liking the night travel, but, you know, there's a couple of potholes out there. Keep an eye out. Thank you, thank you. And remember, Balolin's cart is the best place for exotic animals. <laughs> I thought you did livestock. Uh, yes, <laughs> livestock as well. Ah, cool. And I get the hell out of there. The two of you take this cart and get out of town. Back over at Cecil Steeping Scrolls, Cecil is walking into an empty shop. And Katie is there and uh, she's cleaning up the last of the dishes. Like, oh, there you are. How'd uh, the other work uh, go? Uh, that brings up a great question. Obviously, it is no- pretty well known who is or is not an outrider. Yes. Uh, is Katie an outrider? I assume not because she's too young. Not, not yet. Uh, she is a little young um, at, uh, you know, at not of eight- 18 is the minimum age to join. Uh, you have been low-key prepping her, I imagine, for the past couple of years, or however long she's been working with you to join up, uh, but she has not taken the the plunge yet. She's squiring at a coffee shop. <laughs> tea shop. Tea, tea shop. house. Right. Yeah. No coffee, only tea. Um, given given the, all of that, I trust her, though? I feel like I feel like I do. She's got an attitude, but, like, you trust her. Yeah, that makes sense. Katie, I know you can't be sworn in for another 13 months. So I can't tell you what all we had to do tonight. Because we actually had to do some things. Wait, really? 
I know, I didn't believe it either. I thought they were pulling my leg. No. Bullshit. Um, no way. Yeah. No way oh, yeah. you had to actually do something. I had to actually do they something. They didn't even make you go up to the seat to get your notary renewed. And we're not telling anyone that, remember? Still. Yes. Um, well, you know I don't like going places, uh, but uh, I didn't have to go places. I was here. It was kind of nice. And it's all done and over now, I think, maybe. Um, did you see a cart in the square today? Uh, there's like 50 carts in this bar. It's the market. A different cart. There's, this one barked. Rolling for barking. There was one. Yeah, no, like the, the guy who drove it was in here earlier. Yes, he was. Um, and he's still kind of here. So, you know, his spirit remains. Um, yeah, he was um, going to roll an insight for Katie. Hold on. I, what do you, what does that mean? Katie, what do you some, mean his spirit remains? I, I'm saying, Katie, that sometimes, and I like get serious for a second. Katie, what I'm saying is sometimes in this line of work, as an outrider, you have to actually do things and get your hands dirty, and you need to be prepared that someday you may be called upon. Not all of us have magic. Are you? Did you fucking kill a guy? Cecil! We're going to have new tea soon. The seller might want to avoid for a day or two. What are you telling me? I'm not telling you anything. Okay. You're old enough now. You need to start learning how the world works. Okay, well, if I'm old enough to hear this, I'm old enough for a fucking drink. And she gets behind the bar, pours a two shots of whiskey. I, yeah, I am not stopping her. I am joining her. Absolutely. Katie's got a mouth. Holy shit. <laughs> she's 17. Of course yeah. she's got a mouth. Holy shit to that whole scene. I was saying, she's, she's like just... Yeah, swearing and like just like straight to her direct report. <laughs> if you're 17 and you work at a tea shop and your boss comes in and says, "Hey, I killed a guy and buried him in the basement," swearing, reasonable response. Said it in saying. a really <laughs> dark and cryptic way. <laughs> but she pours two shots, passes one to you. We on another path do not condone underage drinking. Ding. Clay ah. raised it, knocks it back. We don't know. We don't know what the drinking age in Bering is. In, in, in the country of Taggart, there is no legal drinking age. Ah, tight. Even better, Katie. What yeah. do you? Th I know that there's not a high opinion of the outriders now and what we do or don't do. But you've heard the stories. Yeah. Protecting travelers, pushing back the forest, scaring away the things that go bump in the night. Yeah. That's not clean work, Katie. No, I know that. I know that. <sighs> a lot, a lot of, a lot of little creatures are now free because that asshole was uh, holding them captive and not in a pleasant way. He was going to sell them. <sighs> okay. Okay, look, I, I mean, you did it, and I guess I trust you, but it's an alarming thing to hear. Katie, you're a pain in my ass, but you're really good at what you put your mind to, and I think you could be really, really good for the Outriders, or whatever you decide it is you want to do. 
I'm not going to push you into something that you can't have both eyes open for. She nods and puts her head in her hand. Yeah, I know. I know. And you obviously can't tell anyone. No. What? I can't tell anybody. Ah. Do I love or hate Katie? What am I going to put on my fantasy Snapchat story? (laughs) Fantasy Snapchat. Snap quest. (laughs) (laughs) So Katie and I sit and talk, and I let her have a second shot if she wants it. Uh, She does. You know, I think we get into a little bit of, you know, the history of bearing and what, you know, the Outriders, you know, some of their their good things that they've done and Mm -hmm. try to paint the Outriders in a good light as we're talking but sure that's that and goes she's on for a bit openly receptive to it like she has nothing uh, yeah you know the outriders to her are like you know it's just the stodgy thing that her boss does but it has a reputation and she's open to that. we lo- i lock the door and walk katie out um you know 30 minutes later whatever and yeah um kind of <sighs> walk her back home as far as she'll allow towards the market Mm -hmm. but as also as the time has passed and i have not seen harper or arabin i start to make my way back to the 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 marketplace sure absolutely katie walks herself home uh she lives over in kind of the rural area of town and you two part ways near the market and you make your way to where the wagon was but you don't find it you find two heaps of horse shit. Yep, that tracks. And a very conspicuous knot of metal and locks on the ground. I find the glowing quest item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that only glows for the player character. Correct. Uh, sure, I pick it up. Uh, do I? I imagine I would recognize what it does. Or no? It says it says whenever tapped by a creature, the object emits a recorded message. And this is the level one artificer ability, so I feel like with the rapport that we've had, you at least know that this is something I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cool. I hold it up to my ear and hear the message. This message is for Cecil Styles. If you're not Cecil Styles, please move on. Cecil, we're heading out of town. Uh, you can find us out north if you don't find us here. And uh, Cecil starts making his way north of town. And we pull out from Cecil faster through the market, past the town hall, past the, uh, the, the mausoleum, the crypt of the Outriders, into the woods, up the road, and around a bend to where the two of you have parked this wagon full of wild and potentially domesticated animals and other creatures. Yeah, so... We free them and hopefully they run into the forest instead of coming after us? I'm starting to think, like, we should at least do it in waves, because I'm starting to worry that, like, the bigger thing. Oh, absolutely. I'm not, like... I'm not saying we do this all at once. Yeah. I could even stand back and Try to blast the cage open. 
Chase, can I make, like, a nature check to see how much I'm, like, fucking with the local ecosystem if I release a shit ton of magical animals into the wild? Go for it. How many of these are invasive species? Uh-huh. <laughs> Only the micro-griffins. Uh, that's, a, that's a dirty 20. That's a 17 okay. plus 3. You recognize... The micro-griffins are relatively native to the area. Like, it's... They're not, like, local, local. You don't see a lot mm. of them. It's like bears in northwest Ohio. They're supposed to be there, but they're not really there. <laughs> um, the dragon mice, definitely invasive, but also smarter than most, so, like, maybe that's okay. And that's already done. They're gone. Um, yeah, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, no. Harkia led them, as you were pulling the wagon out, Harkia led them uh, going south. So presumably they're taken care of. Um, okay. The other ones, though, that's a tricky thing. Um, you've got the the methods. That's an elemental. Who knows? Um, that one I might need to. I need. I might need a consult on. Yeah. Um, the weird little otter guys. Never seen those before. These weird, like, and as, like, the, the wagon is pulling away, you're actually able to get a good look at all of the animals, including the ones that you might not have gotten a good look at when you were first yeah. doing your investigation. Because you got those otter folk, and they're, like, looking at you, and there's an intelligence behind those eyes. These seem fully sentient. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. Yep. You've got... um not one, but two different kinds of dogs. You saw one initially, and they are these really thick-looking dogs that are, like, heavily muscled. It's all muscle all the way through. They look kind of like a pit bull. There's another kind of dog that looks, like, healthy, but skinny and hairless. And again, there's another intelligence behind those eyes. Maybe not fully sentient, but there's something there. You've also got these weird frogs that also about the size of like a dog there's like three of them in a fairly sizable cage oh, <laughs> um and they have this weird chitin coming off of their backs forming spines oh, and uh and then there is this weird looking big lizard how big we talking uh bigger than a dog smaller than a person okay um and it's got these long kind of raptor-like arms, and it's up on two feet, kind of like a chicken, but like a death chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing looks mean as hell, and every time you get close to the cage, it's snapping at you. Huh. Is it so so recall I am a halfling. Is it me size? It's it is slightly larger than you. Alright. Oh boy. Okay. So otter people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Dweeb dogs? Yes. Chad dogs? No. <laughs> uh, big lizard? No. Yeah, uh, yeah. death chicken? No. Methods? TBD. Uh-huh. I will start working on cages for the otter folk and the dweeb dogs. Okay. Uh, you start working on the otter folk cages. Go ahead yeah. and... Give me a roll for both. It'll be one roll for two. I'm also going to okay. drop out of disguise so that they don't see this person that they hate. Oh, good call. That's a great idea. <laughs> Since we're not really, like, under the gun, would you? Would I be able to take advantage just if I really take my time on this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. That's fine. Because I'm, I'm trying to take my time and just do this right. 
Uh, that's going to be a uh, another 16. 16? Yeah, that pops yeah. both the cages. Um, which okay. one are you going to first? We'll say the otters. As you roll up to their cages, they look at you like, Absolutely. I salute. Did you just understand that? Not a clue, no. Their cage pops open, and they very tentatively push it open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're... Um, they stand up. They're they're a little shorter than you as a halfling, but mm-hmm. um, you know, stand up, kind of dust themselves off, roll their shoulders. Yeah, no, you're you're good to go. Um, they, it seems like they can understand me, which is interesting because I can't understand. Yeah, them. I mean, like the body language, sure, but like. And the three of them just kind of waddle off into the woods. Oh well, well that one was easy enough. All right, have a good night. I want to. I want to turn and face <laughs> the raptor cage. Please, death chicken. Mm-hmm. And I just want to. I I just want to try to to do like that Chris Pratt thing from Jurassic World. Oh my god. Just a reference see, we all immediately understand. To see Correct. How, how it responds to that. Okay. Um Pratt the death chicken. Give me an a handle animal check to placitate the death chicken. A ro- <laughs> a Robin Cronin, death chicken handler. You're not gonna believe this. Uh-huh. It was a Nat 20. Hey! No! Nice, nice. How do you Pratt the Death Chicken? <laughs> I hold my hand out like the Chris Pratt pose and go, hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. We're going to get you out of here, okay? But you have to promise me that you will not attack us. We are friends. All right. Calm, girl. Calm. <laughs> and you have her momentarily paused. You were uh, jumping back to Harper. You were also releasing the uh, the nerd dogs, as you described them. Uh, dweeb, dweeb dogs. The dweeb yes. dogs. Dweeb dogs, excuse me. Uh, yeah, you pop those open. Yeah. And these dogs are, like, now that you can, like, kind of see them as they're getting out of the cage, they are very finely muscled. And they move with an otherworldly grace. As they stride forward and they get out of the cage, and again, it's three of them, and they look at you, they look at Arabin, they look back at you, and suddenly they vanish. Ah. And then they appear outside of the wagon. All right, yeah, no, chill. And then they disappear again, and they appear a little bit further down the road. And the blink dogs disappear into the woods. Yay. Dweeb dogs, check. You're not going to believe this, Harper. What's that? I think I've bonded with this thing. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's okay if we let it out. Do you want me to let it out? Go ahead. I'll protect you. Do I have to roll again, Chase? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can get another two with this check. Which two are you trying right. to go for? Can I just do this one right now? Sure. Because I, I, I don't want to Arabin to lose his moment, but I also uh, I need to discuss the Chad dogs with him. So Sure. <laughs> Uh, so just the death chicken right now. Absolutely. Uh, that's a really good roll. That's going to be a 21. Okay. Uh, 21. 22. 22. 22 pops it. All right. Oh, weirdly enough, this lock was like the weakest of the locks. Come on out, girl. You're free. This weird feathered lizard walks out and looks at you, uh, Arabin, and does a big sniff. Just... <sighs> 
snaps I at you. I stare back intently and I go, go free. And it trots off into the night. Is that a good idea? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the honesty of Arabin is deeply refreshing. One less item on our plate, at least. Now, what's going on with these dogs? I don't know, but they're thick as hell. I think at this point, Cecil walks up, having just crossed paths with a uh, with a weird death chicken that's wandering into the woods. Hello. Uh, why did stop me if you Hi, heard this? Oh. Stop up uh, now. Stop me if you heard this one before, but. Do you know why the death chicken crossed the road? Hopefully to get the hell out of bearing. I was I assume it's because you let it out. Is that correct? Or do we just have death chickens? Are we now? not supposed to free the things inside? Oh, we are. I just hadn't gotten a good look at all of them. There's some weird things in here. Uh, uh, we're honestly not sure what to do about all of them. Yeah, there's some real big dogs and then there's these. I Chase, do I know does Harper know what methods are? Um, roll me an arcana check. I'm good at that. Uh, that is going to be a 16. Uh, yeah, at least in theory. Oh, wow. You've probably never seen one in person, but you've heard sure. of them. So, so okay. what do we have left here, Harper? There's some really big dogs, and then there's these little guys, which I think if, if I'm looking at them right, I think these little things are called methods. They're like little hmm. elemental critters. I don't really know if they're, like, how dangerous they are, though. I'm just... They're a little more otherworldly than the rest of this stuff, so I'm a little hesitant to let them out. Have you tried... Have you tried asking them what they want? No, we didn't. Harper turns back to the Mephits. <laughs> I think you should ask them if, um... Uh... If they just want to get out, they appear elemental. Yes, one hundred percent. The what? Wh what kind? Give me an arcana check. All right. Eighteen. Mud. These are mud methods. The, they will probably be much happier if we go that way towards the river. Yeah, probably. But I think that's where the cute little otters headed out, and I don't want them to get. They they seem like they were having a spat. All right, well, then we'll go farther downstream then, but I'm sure they could yeah. find a little, um, little home for them down there. There's all sorts of things out here in this wood. Hey, Chase, is yeah. there all sorts of things out here Maybe. in these woods? Oh, yeah, all sorts of things out there in them woods. Okay. Maybe Miller's Pond? Miller's Pond would be good. Um, I was. I have that written down. I forget what that means. There's but... a, there, it's, it's the bigger body of water. Calling it a pond is like kind of the local joke because uh, oh, cool. it's, it's a full-ass <laughs> full lake. I love that. Uh, yeah, let's take him out to Miller's Pond. Okay, we can... Yeah, we could probably find a good spot. Yeah, that's not too far. We can go down a bit, but the uh, question is, are we going to let these dogs out? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, well, I thought uh, you had already let the dogs out. Who did that? Who? 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 Me. Harper. Oh, you let the dogs out? Thank you. Yeah. So... One set of dogs. Why only one set of dogs? They seemed nice. Okay, that's great. I'm... Um, <laughs> I trust you'll read on people and apparently animals as well. So that's good. Mm, these ones seem meaner. Great. Uh, so if those dogs seem meaner, why did we let the death chicken out? Arabin said that it was friendly. I didn't say it was friendly. I felt its soul <laughs> and it felt me. <laughs> 
I'm now realizing this makes perfect fucking sense that the goddamn fallen Asimar is bonding with the evil death chicken. You know, and I really didn't put two and two I just knew there. it would leave without right. hurting me. And it did. Um, that's good. Let's... Well, that'll bite hmm. us in the ass later down the line. Maybe we release the big dogs, and the big dogs will go and find the death chicken, and that problem will just take care of itself. One way or the other. We just let nature take its course. <laughs> that, you know, the worst things have happened in these woods. Anything can happen in the woods. Anything, indeed. Let's let the big dogs out and shoo them off, and then we'll... Here's a question. Um, So... What are we doing with the wagon and the horses? Because they can't go back. I was just going to let the horses go free. Mm. Cool. Great. Love that. Um, I'd kind of like to, honestly, like if we can stash it somewhere, I'd kind of like to study it. I want to know what this enchantment's all about. All right. Well, let's head out to Miller's Pond. I'm sure there's some caves around there somewhere that we can find or we can stash the cart there somewhere. And make it look like an accident. Well, yeah, as long as we don't accidentally break the enchantment on it, we can't push it off a cliff. Yeah, let's roll it out there. Let's do that. Well, I'll let, let me let the dogs out, and then we can... Uh, okay. You're going to release the Chad dogs? Yeah, 19 for the Chad dogs. Easy enough. <laughs> All right, go on, get it. Go on, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like... Immediate fear. Give me a perception check as as these dogs are getting out. <gasps> Not 20. Okay. As you are unlocking the cages, you can see that some of them have, like, paint on them. Like, really intricately designed. You don't, don't know if their fur was dyed or, like, tattooed or something like that. But these massive dogs seem to have, like, a lot of, like, love and care put into the design work on on their bodies. And they Ryan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I definitely am. Okay. Just turn back and look at you, kind of confused, like to cock their head a little bit. I'm sorry for yelling. I'm sorry for yelling. We good? Friendly? And they walk into the woods. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com. On Twitter, at anotherpathpod and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Griffin at GriffCold, and Ryan at RyanRoll20. You can find Justin on TikTok at JustJustinMichael and myself at TQLoudly. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then... Remember that an ecological impact is always worth considering, even when you act with the best of intentions.